Thanks for finding Organic Matters again. I, I uh, haven't checked on my numbers lately, but I think we're doing pretty good on the holiday. I did get a little slowdown in the number of new people that have found me, but I kind of expected that. Plus, we've had some very interesting weather in the last few weeks. So anyway, bear with me. Uh, I'm going to jump on some subjects that I do talk about occasionally, but I'm going to kind of get a little deeper into them than I have in the past. One of them is the little bits of plastic that you now have in your body, you're going to be a little bit surprised about. And we're going to talk about that. And this is science now. Uh, even give you the backgrounds of where the information came from. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. And maybe learn a little something along the way. A recent study indicates that what you're eating on the food you eat or with the food you eat may surprise you. According to researchers from Australia's University of Newcastle, humans ingest on average now between 0.1 and as much as 5 grams of plastic every week. Or, if you want to look at it so you understand, I, this is what made it hit me. That's about the same amount that makes a credit card. Think about that. The plastic you're unknowingly chowing down on is in the form of what we call microplastics. Some people even call it nanoplastics. Tiny particles created when larger plastic items, the ones I always fuss about, water bottles, food storage bags, packaging, and all that kind of stuff, shed or break down when exposed to nature to the elements and these these come in a, in a large different forms microplastics range technically from about five millimeters which is big it's like slightly smaller than a pencil eraser to down to one micron and think about this one micron is one one hundredth the width of a human hair so in many ways much of it's too small to see but we're literally surrounded by this stuff researchers have found Microplastics, for instance, at the top of Mount Everest and at the bottom of the Mariana Trench in the Pacific Ocean, the deepest trench we know of. Other words, folks, it's scarily everywhere that we can imagine. We find it in penguins in the Antarctic. It's, it's really persistent now in our entire environment. At this point, folks, it's basically almost impossible to avoid ingesting microplastics. They enter the food chain by washing into rivers and oceans where they find their way into drinking water or are consumed by marine mammals and marine animals. Microplastics in the soil also can be absorbed by the crops such as tomatoes, corn, and even potatoes. Plastics have even been found literally in the air. Those dust motes floating in a shaft of sunlight, okay, make some of those microplastics so they're available to be actually inhaled by us. So obviously, folks, if you think about it, in other words, they're not only in the environment. Because they're in the environment, they're in us. Researchers have found microplastics in human, pardon me, human poop, breast milk, our lungs, and even in circulating blood streams right within our bodies. Do realize, folks, and this is why it's so concerning, this is a fairly recent phenomenon. While the world's first fully synthetic plastic was invented back in about 1900, as a matter of fact, I looked it up, 1907, plastic production didn't really take off until after World War II when it began increasing exponentially is the only fancy word I know. 
Half of all plastics produced since 1950 have been made in the past 20 years. Well, one possible solution, of course, would be to recycle it. It's not really a viable uh, resolution yet, folks. The actual recycling rate for plastics in which used items are turned into new things has been declining now, not going up. Report put together by the scientists at Greenpeace. The rest is either sent to a landfill, burned, or makes its way into our environment where it becomes a part of the food you eat in one way or another. And folks, it's not the plastic per se. What it is, is the plastic that is made from chemicals that are not safe for us or the environment. In other words, folks, plastics are really just a cocktail of all kinds of chemicals, which is one reason why they're so difficult to actually recycle. So if you simply look at the fact that, now a lot of times actual plastics that you don't even know you're ingesting, they go literally in one end and out the other. But chemicals it contains leach out and are absorbed into the bloodstream and tissues as it passes through, uh, whether it's us or even animals, gastrointestinal tracts. Incidentally, because I'm a pet nut, includes your pet. Research has tied some of these chemicals to diseases such as diabetes, obesity, chronic liver disease, and cancer, including a study from the research team at MedUni in Vienna that was published just this past March in the Journal of Exposure and Health that other chemicals are suspected of causing a drop in fertility rates and the development of some neurological disorders, among them Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease, which incidentally is increasingly common. Actually, we're still working on it, folks. It's going to be years before we probably know the full effects. But common sense, the data coming out supports that instinct we have that ingesting so much plastic 24-7 is probably not good for your health or, incidentally, for the health of the environment. In a lot of parts of the world now, a number of plastics have been uh, at least limited, if not made illegal to use. Measures have been taken to address plastic pollution, for example, in eight or ten states in the United States and a number of countries around the world, incidentally, since I'm in Texas, not including Texas, we're always about 20 years behind, have banned single-use shopping bags. I, I, I just came from a state that, that you just don't use them, and my time in Australia, you don't even see a plastic shopping bag. Now, I realize, of course, you can't completely eliminate exposure to microplastic, but every step we take can help. It, it, you, Every little bit counts. So here's some steps to help reduce exposure. Avoid single-use plastic bags such as plastic packaging, cutlery, water bottles, and grocery bags. Grocery bags, my God. Use alternatives such as reusable bags and drink from glass or stainless steel drinking bottles. They're getting easy, easier to find and cheaper all the time. Wear clothing that's made from real material, folks. Well, that's a bad word. Natural materials, cotton and wool, rather than polyesters, which is a plastic. Interestingly, eat less shellfish, especially bottom feeders such as oysters, clams, crabs, and lobsters. Microwave food only in ceramic glass or other non-plastic containers. Incidentally, I mentioned here's something you kind of get fooled by. If you, if you have containers and it says microwave safe, Folks, that only means it's not going to melt in the microwave. That does not mean it has materials in here that aren't good for you. 
other words, plastics that are not good for our bodies. And one that fools you a little bit, but I have, I am practicing, if you want to come see them right now, I'm in an RV, but wherever I live, choose hard wood floor or at least hard surface flooring instead of carpet. Virtually all the carpet, unless you want to spend a fortune, folks, is now made out of microplastics or plastics, synthetics of some kind, none of which are very good for you or the environment. And here in an article I just really found, so but it directly relates to this that I had hunted and was going to put on the show this week anyway. Single plastic items, including cutlery plates and polystyrene cups, are now going to be banned in England by the UK government shortly, very shortly, as a matter of fact, and replace them with biodegradable alternatives. And, that, and they're talking about now in the coming weeks, folks, so that's just around the corner. It's also noted in this news release that both Scottish and Welsh governments have already taken similar actions for their countries. It comes after the Department of Environment, Food and Royal Affairs held a public consultation on a plan to ban the supply of single-use plastic items and polystyrene food and drink containers. I might note here, incidentally, the UK... United Kingdom government banned single-use plastic straws, stirrers, and cotton buds in England back in 2020. A spokesperson from DEFRA, which is actually UK's kind of answer to the Environmental Protection Agency, said, We're determined to go further and faster to reduce, reuse, and recycle more of our resources in order to transform our waste industry and deliver on our commitments uh, in what's called an ambitious 25-year environmental plan. Cutting out reliance on single-use plastics is crucial to the success of the entire program. It's telling you here again, folks, we haven't done a thing here. We, the p- politics keep plastic rolling at 90 miles an hour. I personally will have to throw my little two cents worth in, having tagged sea turtles off and on for 40 years. Uh, estimates are as high as a 1,000 turtles across the world die every day from ingesting or getting connected and eating plastics, and it eventually kills them. What it does, folks, is it stops up their system. Most sea turtles, folks, a good number of sea turtles, one of the main food sources, or one of the food sources is, of all things, jellyfish. Well, you can't imagine just what a floating bag full of water flown looks like to them. They ingest them, they can't pass them, and then in essence, eventually starve to death. That's, we find them so emaciated that they fail to be able to be saved. I do admit the UK for doing things that we haven't even begun to do yet. And the end of their quote was this, having already banned single-use straws, stirrers, cotton buds, and, listen to this, they ended the sales of billions of single-use bags, and where they are being used, you have to pay a plastic bag charge. They are responding and will continue to respond soon to a consultation on further bans of plastic plates, cutlery, balloon sticks and balloons, and expanded and extruded polished styrene cups. We haven't even begun to do that, folks. But again, having been in two countries, Costa Rica, but more importantly, Australia has really made an effort at it. You wouldn't believe the difference you can see. You drive down a road for 10 hours in Australia and you don't see a single plastic bag hanging on a fence post. Come where I live. Come to Texas and drive 20 miles from here to the next town. I count 50 and 60 pieces of plastic or bags anytime I want to, no matter who's cleaned it up. And a matter of a few 
weeks. Out, no, nobody seems to have any sense of responsibility that it all adds up to billions of pounds of plastic now in our environment. Sorry to be so negative on this day, but we got to learn about this stuff, folks. When it's good, you don't have to talk about it. When you're bad, something's got to be done. Thanks for staying tuned to Organic Matters. <laughs>